Hi, I'm Beth, and this is my podcast, A Friend in Your Ear. Friends are so important in our lives. They support us through the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. They give us the space to grow and the grace to fail. They are our biggest cheerleaders when we are our harshest critics. They are not just here for us, but they're here with us. And that's what this podcast is all about, being a friend in your ear. I'm a lawyer turned stylist and fashion blogger who built a successful styling business and now I work from home running an online business. I spend a lot of time reading books, listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. My favourite podcasts offer me advice, comfort, support, wisdom and fun when my real life friends are busy. And this is a place where I can take what I've learnt and deliver it in a way that hopefully makes your life easier, gives you something to ponder and brings a little joy to your day. Think of this as a chat with a friend, a place where you can come to reminisce for nostalgia, a giggle, and a place to find answers to something that might be bothering you. So whether you're out on a run or a walk, on the school run, being a taxi to your kids or grandkids, on a Zoom meeting with your microphone muted, or sitting with a glass of something cold in your hand, welcome to the A Friend In Your Ear podcast. Knickers. We're just going to take a minute to talk about knickers. Because let's face it, they're often the first thing that we put on in the morning and the last thing that we change at night. They literally sit with us for the entire day and yet we pay so little attention to them. We settle for cheap knickers that bag and go up our bum or pay a fortune on expensive ones thinking that they're going to work miracles and they just don't live up to expectations. Well, let me introduce you to Stripe and Stare, who make the most comfortable knickers imaginable and which definitely live up to expectations. Since I discovered them, I've swapped all of my knickers to Stripe and Stare. They come with motifs on them, hello stars and lightning bolts, or leopard print. Stripe and Stare also make bras, loungewear, vests and pyjamas in sizes 6 to 3XL. Their knickers are sustainably sourced from beechwood trees and are described as the world's most comfortable knickers. They're soft, breathable and kind to the planet and you can get 20% off all Stripe and Stare products by entering the code BETHG20 at checkout. Stripe and Stare for a VPL-free, wedgie-free life. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Friend in Your Ear. I hope that you are having a fabulous day today. Now, in this episode, I am going to be reading to you the introduction from my brand new book, which is called You Are Not Bonkers. You Are Not Bonkers is a guided journal and symptom tracker to help women who are going through the menopause figure out what the flip is going on and what to do about it. And hopefully it should be available for you to buy on Amazon now. But before we get started with that, I really want to read out an affirmation to you. I said in the introductory episode to a friend in your ear that I was going to include an affirmation in each episode. And so far, I have spectacularly failed to include one in any episode. Yes, that would be all two of them. So today's affirmation is this. I am courageous and I stand up for myself. And this is something I'd really like you to think about over the course of the next couple of days, just to see if you notice any situations where you could apply this. I'm not necessarily saying that I want you to do anything right now, but just notice if there are any situations where you could be courageous and stand up for yourself 
more than you do at present. With that in mind, let's head into the podcast episode, which is the introduction to You Are Not Bonkers. I really hope that you enjoy it. You Are Not Bonkers, a guided journal and symptom tracker to help women who are going through the menopause figure out what the flip is going on and what to do about it. By me, Beth Goodrum. A quick note before we start. Because life is complicated enough already, I'm going to keep things simple. Perimenopause is the medical term for the period leading up to the menopause. The menopause is a retrospective diagnosis 12 months after a woman's last period. However, because menopause is the more commonly accepted term, I'm going to use the word menopause throughout the book to cover all bases. Introduction. The story behind this book. Hi, I'm Beth and I'm absolutely freaking bonkers. At least that's the way I feel right now. Whenever I receive a text from a friend such as, do you want to go running? A bleak meat for lunch? I respond with, yep, I'm in, but I'm freaking bonkers right now. To which they respond, and you think you're the only one? I love my friends. They join me in my bonkersness and stop me from feeling so alone. My mind and body have been invaded by aliens and nothing quite works as it should. I keep forgetting things like my age, names or the fact that I need to stop at a red traffic light. I also lose things like my glasses and the car. Seriously, when I returned home recently, I thought it had been stolen because it wasn't on the drive. Then I realised I'd left it in the local town. There's also the question of my missing libido. Sorry, kids, if you're reading this. Therapy is on me. Occasionally, I find things. Quite often, they're in random places. I find hair sprouting from my chin. Keys appear in the fridge. And what's that mysterious plaster-like thing on my butt? Who put that there and why are there two? Oh, that would be my failing memory again. You know the drill. I question myself and feel uncomfortable in my own skin. I'm scared of my own shadow. I think I'm about to be found out. And more often than not, I want to hide from the world. Why do I wake up feeling so anxious? I've written this book from the perspective of someone who feels as if she's absolutely freaking bonkers. My hope is that by sharing my thoughts as I was creating it, it might give you a behind the scenes and an a, ooh, I feel like that too moment. And that might just help you to feel less alone, to start talking to someone or to make an appointment to speak with your GP. The reality is that however we may feel, we are not absolutely freaking bonkers. What we are is compulsory members of a club that we would probably rather not belong to. For sure, it can be challenging, scary, frustrating and discombobulating. However, if we come together and get help, we can get through it. This journal came about for several reasons, most of which I've forgotten now. What actually prompted me to get started, though, was a friend who told me that the next project I worked on had to be fun. And I found writing this guided journal planner, symptom tracker, call it what you like, fun, really fun. In it, I can be me through and through. Farts and all. I hope that is a place that you can be you too. Everyone is talking about the menopause, which is so good and long overdue in my humble opinion. The negative impact of the menopause on women's lives is only really just coming to light. Hopefully over the next few years, there will be more research and studies carried out so that the impact is better understood. There is no doubt about it. There really are some truly awful stories of suffering. But I also felt that there was a place for a lighter touch as well as the need for a practical tool to help you day by day. 
What we need is a snigger and to lighten life up. True, lots of what is happening to us isn't a laughing matter, but there's a skill in finding humour in the unfunny. Plus, laughing is a good stress reliever. I'm not a doctor, a counsellor, a life coach or anything of any real significance at all. But I think I'm quite good at trying to help people. Steady on. That was nearly a little blow of my own trumpet and us 70s girls don't do that. Other trumpeting sounds, on the other hand, are quite frequently available. This isn't a medical book about the menopause, nor is it a book to help you to make big decisions in life. In fact, I strongly recommend that you don't make any big decisions right now. Instead, its aim is to help you to recognise what's going on, to track it and to take action to get you back on an even keel. If you complete this journal, can I promise you a miracle? Absolutely freaking not. No one can. And nor am I going to promise that it will change your life. Everything promises to change your life these days. However, unless it's something that has significant financial or health implications or which hugely impacts someone that you love, very little changes your life. Not really. Not even, as we are led to believe, setting your alarm for 15 minutes earlier each day, doing a few stretches and saying a few affirmations. So no, I'm not promising miracles or anything life-changing or even that it will make you the best version of you. Because what does that even mean, particularly when we don't even recognise ourselves? My hope, however, is that it will help you to paint a picture of what the flip is happening to you. It may help to reassure you. It may make you smile or even chuckle to yourself. Turn a lady alert. It may encourage you to take some action which will help you to feel better. Or better still, not take any action. It's called the menopause for a reason. Thanks for pointing that out, Mandy. You are very wise. If, as a minimum, it helps you to get through the day without crying, without feeling utterly rubbish and pointless about yourself, without questioning your every move, without feeling like you want to punch something, or without sobbing uncontrollably over the huge pile of socks that have appeared, then flip me, I'm happy. The stage of life that we are in right now is tricky. We've hit the perimenopause. Kids, if we have them, might still be young. Trying to manage their tantrums and hormones alongside our own can be challenging. And when they get older, they have this nasty habit of leaving home, which can be really unsettling. If we haven't got kids, there is still likely to be some unpleasantness hitting your fan right at the same time that you need one to cool you down. We are part of the sandwich generation. We may be dealing with grief, wondering what life holds next and questioning our role in the workplace. How ironic and unfair is it that in these our prime professional years we are hit by this? I've witnessed women turning down promotions through lack of confidence. I've heard of others contemplating taking early retirement because their memory is so poor. And I've watched friends turn into shells of their former selves due to the menopause. It often feels as though the earth is moving beneath us and not always in the way that it might have done when we were younger. I don't know which issue is responsible for which thought, feeling or anxious moment, but something is going on. When we reach our grand age, perhaps everything in life is underpinned by the menopause and somehow heightened by it, meaning that whatever we might previously have dealt with without a second thought now becomes more of a challenge or an issue. Or it may be that the menopause finds old insecurities you thought you had dealt with years ago and brings them out to play when, frankly, they are not welcome. From what I've observed, things can often get really quite bad before we take any action. This makes it harder to climb out of the rabbit hole we find ourselves in. On reflection, 
sitting on that HRT prescription for three months before cashing it in wasn't such a good idea now, was it? But that's another story. Like me, you may think to yourself, oh, I'm strong and healthy. I'll be fine. I'll adjust my diet, exercise a little more, and I'll fly through this menopause malarkey. This might work. It might not. But unless you know what you're looking for and tracking the changes in your body and your mind, how do you know when to ask for help? Other than the obvious physical symptoms, I don't think I knew what I was looking for when it came to the menopause. In fact, I think that the menopause needs to be renamed. What it currently conjures up are images of women getting a bit hot, a bit forgetful and talking in hushed tones about the change like it is a particularly unsavoury horror film. And that doesn't even start to scratch the surface. Yep, the menopause needs a rebrand. The psychological effects of the menopause can be slow and almost imperceptible, stealth-like, just like that extra roll that appears around our middle, apparently out of nowhere. As I wasn't experiencing any physical symptoms, I don't think I realised what was happening and it crept up on me like a fart in a fog. Through my work on Instagram, I was very aware of the impact of the menopause when it came to others. There was a gift box from Meg Matthews' PR team, which contained a fan, vitamins and face creams. Much to my shame, I'm sure I remember wondering at the time what all the fuss was about. Sorry, Meg. There was an event with Andrea McLean where she shared her book and talked about her experience of the menopause. There was a collaboration with a brand who made a vest and pants set designed to keep you cool when your body was flushing. I was sent face creams by Vichy, which were specifically formulated for menopausal skin. And last but not least, I was part of a group menopause programme, which met every couple of weeks. Yet still, I didn't realise what was happening. My hope is that this doesn't happen to you or to anyone close to you. Instead, I hope that it helps you to realise what's happening so that you can head it off before it takes your legs out from beneath you. Now is not the time for you to be lying flat on your back, wondering what the heck is going on. This journal is designed so that you can refer back to your experiences of menopause, be that peri or full blown, and notice any changes. It will help you to build up a picture of what is happening so that you can then go, oh, hang on, all is not well. Quite often, fear and shame can take a grip on us, so it's hard to admit to what we see as a weakness or to ask for help. You may not be like me at all, and perhaps the physical symptoms have or will hit you like a truck. They are a surefire sign, often pretty much literally, that things are changing. Maybe in some ways that makes it easier. Your body is giving off great big signals which are hard to ignore. Unlike physical symptoms, I believe that we are less ready to attribute stealth thoughts and feelings to the menopause. Instead, we believe that we are broken or going mad. Not that I'm dismissing physical symptoms as making life easier in any way, other than them giving you a big spotlit arrow as to what's happening. It's hard to hide flushes and to hide flushes from others. The embarrassment in receiving comments relating to looking hot, being red, having wet clothing, fans, well, that is horrendous. Ultimately, my aim is to make you feel supported so that you can find the humour or the sniggers. They are in there somewhere. This journal is designed to help you to keep a track of what's going on in your mind and your body so that you can decide what to do next. If that involves sitting on the sofa, watching Shit's Creek on repeat, taking your bra off, falling asleep, dribbling a little, way to go. From an emotional perspective, I want you to know that you're not alone. 
Somewhere in this journal, I'm bound to say something that hacks someone off, but we're all different. And so if religion or spirituality or exercise or crystals or beauty treatments or plate smashing aren't your thing, feel free to roll your eyes and move on to something that does. Take what works for you and leave the rest behind. As my wise friend Lib said, you never go into a supermarket and like everything, do you? This is not going to be for all of you who are reading this, and I expect some readers may express this in a less than gracious way. I'm prepared for that, I think. Depending on how I feel on any given day, I might want to crawl under a stone and hide, never to be seen again. Or I might get feisty and indignant, or I might shrug it off because, frankly, I can't be arsed with arses. Maybe you identify with a wide range of emotions on any given day. Some days I feel as fragile as a butterfly. On others, I feel as strong as an ox. Most days, I feel a mixture of all of them. But that aside, I'm going to crack on anyway, because there's important work to be done. You shouldn't let anything get in the way of something that you're thinking about or dreaming of creating either. Go for it. Even if you're fearful or underconfident, or even if you've catastrophized in very great detail imaginable every possible outcome, other than the most logical one. Parts of this book are autobiographical. Because of that, it's written from my perspective. I am a white, middle-aged married woman living in the UK with three children. I am able-bodied and I work from home. For better or worse, that's my lived experience. I can't pretend to be anyone else. I'm acutely aware, however, that this may very well not be your experience. You may be of a different ethnicity, religion and culture. You may be single or in a same-sex relationship. You may not have children or the children that you care for may not be biological. You may live in a different country. You may not be able-bodied. You may leave your home to go to your place of work. There are many, many different permutations of how your life might look. This is something I've tried to be aware of as I write this book. One thing that I can be, for sure, is sympathetic, supportive and compassionate towards your experiences. And what we do have in common is our age, the fact that we are going through the menopause and that we have a desire to feel better. We're told to be vulnerable and that's hard, but being vulnerable, especially with ourselves, is key in doing this work. I say that in the loosest, but also in the most serious sense of the word. You don't need to get vulnerable with anyone other than yourself. And it's going to be slow, flipping worth it. Who knew how much we still had to learn about ourselves, even at our great age? I believe that this book found its way to you for a reason, and that either you or someone you know needs it. And so with that in mind, let's get started. So that's it. That's the introduction to my brand new book called You Are Not Bonkers. I really hope that you've enjoyed it. If you've got any questions about it, please do come and find me on Instagram at bethgoodrum.stylist. I would love to chat to you over there. I hope that you don't mind me revealing my vulnerability around this subject. I think there are lots of conversations for us to be having and I felt that it was important to share my own experiences in a hope that they may help you too. It's scary putting yourself out there. Who knows what's going to come back? But I really believe in this work and in the power of journaling and this really practical tool to help you to build a picture of what is going on in your mind and your body so that you can decide on the next best steps to take. And of course, if you need any help with that at all, I am here every step of the way. You have a great day. 
This is the place where I say all of the things which I should have said during the podcast episode, but which I forgot. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If there's anything that you would like me to cover in future episodes, please just let me know. If there was anything that I mentioned and that you'd like more details about, whether it's a resource or a code for a product, just take a look in the show notes. I will be sure to have mentioned it there. And if you would like to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified as soon as future episodes are ready, then please just hit the subscribe button now. Thanks so much once again. Have a super week and I will see you again soon. Bye for now.